Hi fam fam, welcome back. It is Minimalism Monday, and today I'm giving you an update on things I no longer buy. So before we begin, I owe you guys a shout out from two weeks ago on more overlooked areas of excess. I said, what can you add to the list? The person who has the most creative add-on is gonna get a special shout out. And there were so many of you guys that participated and added some awesome, awesome things to the list. But I was looking specifically for holiday items. So Cherie, thank you so much for making this incredible list. I love the little icons that go with it. And she had some amazing things to add, but she did have holiday items and I also want to thank those of you guys that participated and added it was a really fun thing to do also I want to make a quick announcement that today is the last day that you can pre-enroll in the move program for five dollars that's it five dollars you lock in that price it's totally worth checking out if you don't like it the first month and you just cancel it for five dollars you've gained access to all this information that i used to charge hundreds and thousands of dollars to my clients for what i want to really emphasize is that the move program is intended to level you up no matter where you're at in your energy level health and your momentum so if you're feeling tired or unmotivated or if you feel like you're going at max capacity and you want to increase that threshold I'm going to be teaching you the principles, the formulas that create a body that is happy and that gets you in tune with what your body is telling you that it needs so that you're not following some big list of rules that you can or cannot do. You're really creating life for the long term and incorporating it in your current lifestyle so it's not anything extra or overwhelming to take on. So check that out in the link below. The discount ends tonight at midnight eastern time because tomorrow is the official launch of the move program and membership so with that all being said let's get to today's video more things that i do not buy since becoming a minimalist or just that developed over time and you know we talked about a lot of things last year in part one and part two but i realized that the list isn't complete there's still so many things that i can add on to this list but i wanted to take the top 10 that stood out to me currently so the first thing on my list is retailed price clothes sheets and blankets and dishware those are specific things that i realized that i i can't even remember the last time i paid for a retailed price item even if i was looking for something that i really like i typically wait till it goes on sale and if it doesn't then i just think it's not meant to be or i check other areas like poshmark goodwill facebook marketplace etc i really enjoy thrift shopping especially when you're looking for something and you find it at a really awesome deal you get to reuse an item you save a lot of money and when it's time to part with that item you feel less guilty about it in some sort of way so the next thing on my list which is kind of counter to the first one is for sale items that are unplanned so i never go to the store and see this for sale thing and say "Ooh, let me look and see what i can get for sale i stopped doing this because in the past i realized that for sale is not really meant to save you money unless it's something that you're actually looking for specifically they're there to get you to shop to say this item's at a discount or if you buy more you get this bargain well, buying more doesn't necessarily mean that you're saving, you're just accumulating more stuff and spending more money. And typically you wouldn't have bought three or five or 10 of those items in the first place. So I try to stay away from unplanned for sale items or bargain shopping. Number three on my list is something that's typically mentioned to start off with, but since I haven't said it, I thought it should be mentioned and that is fast fashion. 
if you can't tell already. Most of the items in my closet is typically neutrals. I really love whites and grays and creams and blacks, and that is a vast majority of my closet. I know some of you guys were asking for a closet update, and I am planning, it is on the schedule, to get that to you. Um, a lot of the items that you see on Instagram or social media that's sponsored a lot of people just send me stuff to wear, and just as a thank you, I like to post and shout out to them. But I like picking pieces that are timeless, and I would rather spend a little bit more money on quality clothes that are organic, or I know where they were made, and they were made well, and that lasts me for a while. I personally prefer to wake up and not think about what I have to wear, just sort of feel out what I have to wear. So that has added tremendous value in my life because I save time not looking in a mirror or having to worry about what clothes match. My whole closet matches and things are just available as they are. The next thing on my list is doubles. And this typically applies to clothes, but other items it's really easy to buy and want doubles of. And what I'm thinking in my mind is I used to find a shirt, I think I like a shirt or like a sports bra, but they come in like three or four or five different colors. And I typically pick like two or three of my favorite colors and buy it all at once. And I stopped doing that because what ended up happening is I would have like 10 shirts times two or three and I wouldn't be able to wear them all and it just seemed a little bit ridiculous. So what I end up doing now is if I like something or I need something, I'll buy one pair and it's rare, but it has happened where I find myself wanting a second pair of the same item. I recently bought myself a pair of sweatpants and I really liked the gray and I bought the gray and I found myself wearing it all the time. And when I wanted to wear it, it was in the laundry because I had just worn it. So I decided to buy a second pair. And really I was gonna buy the gray again because I just liked it, but the black was on sale. So I ended up getting the other color and it just sort of happened organically. There wasn't like a paradox of choice or anything like that. It was. Just just simply that I liked it and I felt like it added value to have another pair. So the next thing on my list is decorations for the sake of being decorative. You guys might have watched my How I Decorate as a Minimalist. I do have some leftover items, but it is very minimal. I want things that are in my house to serve a purpose. And I do understand that some people might really appreciate a particular art piece, and that is sort of just for decoration. For myself, I like the things in my house that serve a purpose to add as a decoration. So you'll see back here is a ton of books. These are storage spaces. That is actually an essential oil diffuser and a live plant. So if you haven't seen my decorating video, I'll stick it in the link below because that'll give you a better idea of what I choose and use to decorate. A really big thing that I put on this list that I really should have probably mentioned to begin with is new cars. This is something I gave up a long time ago. The first two cars I bought in my life when I was younger were brand new and I made car payments on them and they were just a pain in the butt. Like I was tied to a payment every month. My car depreciated so fast. When I sold it, I just, I ended up spending a ton of money over the course of the years that I had the car. And what I realized later on was that if you bought a car, if even if you want a new car, just buying one that's like two or three years old saved you a ton of money. Same thing as not buying retail price items, you just get relieved with the guilt a little bit more when it's time to sell your car. If your car breaks down, you need to buy a new one. It just feels so much better when you've bought a used car, you're reusing something, you haven't spent as much money. I mean, you save a significant amount of money buying a used car. An example of this is when we were in Hawaii, we drove that uh, Ford Expedition around. It was like the Eddie Bauer edition, but it was, I believe, a 15 or 17 year old car. Don't quote, you have to ask my husband 
something, but it was an old car, almost 20 years old. And we bought it for $2,700 because the gas thing didn't work on it. And there was a little rust on the roof, but we said, you know what, if this lasts us a few years, this is totally worth it. We bought it for $2,700 cash. And then when we left the island, we were able to sell it for 15, which was a deal. It was a steal for that person to be able to get it at 1500. But that just felt so good that this car that lasted us over two years and would have lasted us longer if we didn't decide to leave had only costed us out of pocket a total of, I had to do some calculating, but it was $1,200. I think that's right, right? 2,700 minus 1,500, my brain's not working today. It has been a long day, but that just feels so good. And I've done the calculations over and over again. Even if you buy a brand new car that can last you 20 years, it doesn't even come close to $600 a year to have a really nice car. I mean, that thing was amazing. We took it everywhere, up Mauna Kea, down the rocky, steep cliffs of YPO. I mean, off-roading, we really used it. And I just can't say enough about how much value it is to buy a used car. Next on my list is pens. Yeah, that's what I said, pens. I don't know what it is, but I get pens everywhere. There's like an abundance of pens when I don't buy pens. I don't even know where they come from. Like people leave their pens or you know you're accidentally filling something out somewhere and you take home the pen. I'm not trying to steal. I promise I'm not shoplifting. Somebody the other day gave us like a box of pens and they were like I think Easter pens or like discount pens, but they ended up being some of my favorite pens. So now I'm like trying to leave pens everywhere I go because my house is full of pens. Next on my list is alcohol. You might see that once in a while I have some wine and typically that is by the gracious gift of somebody sharing or something that I had to do for work, but I don't personally buy alcohol with my own money. I don't even typically like alcohol. I appreciate it once in a while, but it has to be something really good and it has to be something like I'm not just getting this for myself. I think the greatest lack of appreciation there comes from my history in curing adrenal fatigue and regulating blood sugars. When it comes to alcohol, that stuff really messes up the blood sugars and everything really quickly. Plus nobody else in my family really drinks, so I would have to consume all of it on my own. I also think it is kind of more of a like lose, 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 win situation, meaning like the loss is in the money going into it, provides no nutritional value. It actually causes a depletion or a deficit in your body. Then it's taking extra time to have to kind of recalibrate or rebalance after the experience of alcohol, all for a little bit of a buzz and a little bit of a flavor, which in my mind, that just doesn't make any sense to me. So it's not something that I like to spend money on. The next thing on my list is wrapping paper. Wrapping paper is something that I feel like is really unnecessary. It's cute, but one of the things that I love doing is reusing, like sometimes people package stuff when they send it in this like kind of newspapery type paper, but there's no like print on it. And then I also like reusing brown paper shopping bags. And it's just, it's really easy. You get a little jar of white or silver paint and you just like make little dots or little stripes on them and tie a little bow. And it looks like this amazing, like cute wrapping paper. And it's so simple and it's so fun. And I like when you take your energy and you put a little bit more care and like take your time to do it. Nobody at the party or at the event is gonna show up with this type of wrapping paper. It is so unique and I just love the way that it looks. So I don't buy regular wrapping paper anymore. And last on my list, I have pre-packaged snacks. And that also comes with like kind of generic brand items like Doritos, Cheetos, 
juice boxes, high C, I mean Capri Sun, do they still sell all those things or is that, I'm like totally like giving away the fact that I'm like an 80s kid, right? But sometimes you can buy like these pre-packed, you know what I'm talking about, like chips or like juice boxes or like little packets of gummy bears or whatever and that's something that I just stay away from. I mean in general, we stay away from those types of snacks. So to buy pre-packed stuff, it's just in my opinion a huge waste, not just on your money because it costs more, but just as far as packaging goes and it's something that you guys pointed out a long time ago, we we bought those tiny little hummus packets and it was just so easy for us cuz we'd like grab and go, but it was like so much plastic and so much waste. So that's something that we don't do anymore and we try really hard to be aware of. So that is about it that I have on my list so far. I'm sure I could dig up more, but this is becoming very extensive. If there's anything you guys wanna to add to the list, I'd love to hear from you and the things that you don't buy and why. Stick it in the comments below and let me know that you like this video by hitting thumbs up and I'll see you guys back here for more on Healthy Hump Day. Remember to check out that MOVE program. It ends tonight. I love you guys so much. Remember to be good, be great, and most of all, be grateful. I'll see you on Wednesday. Ciao.